When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So welcome to Paper Talk, the Irish Examiner GAA podcast. I'm Larry Ryan and with me this week is Colm Cooper. Colm was in Crow Park yesterday for the Leinster final, another impressive demolition job by the Dubs. So we'll chat about that and we'll also have, uh, have a look at the, um, the qualifier draw which pits yesterday's losers Kildare against Armagh. And also we've repeated the Ulster semi-final clash between Down and Monaghan. Firstly, Colm, you must have been pretty impressed with the Dubs yesterday. I think you have to be impressed. Um, I suppose it was my first time being at Leinster final and seeing, seeing them in the flesh. Um, they were so powerful, so dynamic. And what's interesting was that there was no Hanley, no no Johnny Cooper, no um, Onogara. Um, Brogan only comes on. So it just go, it it just signified to me that they're in very good health um, mm. from the point of view. Of, the the engine is taken over nicely. They had they played in third gear at times yesterday. They were very very comfortable. Um, James McCarthy has given them a big platform playing midfield with Brian Finton. Um, and the, the ferocity that they were tackling with in the 70th minute. You know teams usually take a step off the gas when you're in ten points up, but there was none of that there. And that's probably Jim Gavin and the culture he's created there. Um, it's it's probably. It's it's a big it's a big marker put down by them to say that we're not ready to hand over anything or yeah. title to anybody else. So if you if you're going to come and take it off us, you better you better come with something special, like you know. And this this idea, I suppose, of, of, of that you associate with champions of tiredness and miles on the clock and all that, it doesn't really apply to Dublin, does it? Because I think someone mentioned it might be only four or five of them that that started the 2011 final, yeah, you know. Yeah, so there's yeah. been a huge turnover of, of players. You just look at Conor Callaghan coming in, what he did yesterday. Um, now Scully's coming, he's playing at 10. There was no Paul Flynn actually yesterday. Um, the players that are coming through, Dublin are challenging for under-21 titles, minor titles, their, their minor team hammered loud again yesterday. So it's just, it's become a conveyor belt, and it's it's if anything, it's getting harder for anyone to compete in, in, in Leinster, in the country, never mind Leinster. But, um, and I just think they've, they're playing with huge confidence. They don't lose matches. Very rarely lose matches, um, and that that can that can bring its own. Going into the game, not worrying that you know you're going to win. You're playing to the system. Everybody knows what they're doing, um, and they really look like they're enjoying themselves as well, which 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 is just the ultimate combination. Um, so I think Jim Gavin just has them well 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 groomed, and I think like it's hard to see anyone getting to their level at the moment. But again, it's only July, so. We'll have to we'll have to hold judgment on it. This this lad Conor Callaghan, I mean the, the the hurlers aren't going to be getting him back uh, anytime soon, are they? He looks he looks pretty special. He does, yeah. T- Twelve points yesterday, I think five or six from play. Um, took on the mantle kick in the freeze when Dean Rock went off. 
didn't face him. He's used to playing in big matches. He wouldn't all out in club with Kula and the hurling and Paddy's day. He's used to big environments and big expectation and <clears throat> doesn't seem to bother him and um no county seem to be able to do that at the moment. Just grab a player who's come from nowhere and comes in and kicks twelve points and then it's the final. It just doesn't like where where do you get these players? Yeah, I mean that's you can hear a lot of it in, in, in football at the moment about teams having to get it to their shooters, you know. Um and maybe they might have two or three of them, you know. Um yeah. Kerry might be the exception to that have, have, yeah. have a little bit more. Um but really Dublin could can more or less get it to any of those guys and they're they're pretty well able to shoot. They can get it to any of those guys and they can get get it to any of the guys who come off the bench. Yeah. Um <clears throat> And they just the other teams don't have that strength and depth, and they're just so powerful, so athletic, so comfortable in everything they're doing. Interesting, watch it, watching them in close up yesterday, they never look flustered. Mm. Even when they are under a slight bit of pressure, you know, Kildare started well. It was helter skelter for three or four minutes. The Dubs never got phased by it. Even uh, when Ty are, I think in fairness to Kildare, when they went nine points down, they got it back to four. But even that during that period, Dublin never. Never flustered, never went away from mm. anything. They're very comfortable in one-on-one situations. They're def- defensively. Um, if you want to be a little bit critical, you'd say 117 is a lot to concede in the Leinster final. Yeah. And I, I think if you offered Kildare going in and saying you'd score 117 yesterday, they'd be very happy. Yeah. But um, when they get on the road, the Dubs are like that. We've seen it. We've seen it with Kerry. They can get two goals like that quicker than anybody else in the country because they're so powerful, so athletic. Um, and I'm sure Kildare will be disappointed how they conceded those goals. They, they just didn't track runners really um, but they grind you down Dublin 70 minutes around Crow Park running with those guys they grind you down pretty quickly and and the most important thing is if like they're so clinical that one 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 or two mistakes and you're punished yeah. other teams you mightn't be punished as, as ruthlessly but Dublin will do that to you and funny I mean teams get a lot of players obviously behind the ball and, and, and Kildare didn't really set out their start to get an awful lot of players behind the ball yesterday yeah. but Someone for the first goal, Dublin managed to to suck them up the pitch and almost played over the top I, I, soccer I, I, style. To, to, I, think, to I think they were naive, Kildare, not setting up. I thought, sit in, make it difficult for the first 20 minutes and grow, grow yourself into the match and grow, grow in confidence because um, Dublin were always going to come at them and and Kildare probably made it easy for them. You know, if you don't track runners and don't set up a little bit defensively, um, you have to remember that Dublin are... Renowned for this outer blocks, powerful goals early. Kildare didn't set up for that. They got to grips with it a little bit more, but um, I think they were a little bit naive on that. Um, but Dublin, because they're so athletic, they run. Everybody runs. Yeah. So if you lose runners, and look for Dean Rock's goal yesterday. It wasn't that Kildare were doing nothing. But they just didn't track a runner. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? They were all trying to tra- tackle someone. He didn't. Even, Dean Rock didn't even have to do anything special. If you look back in the clips, he just went straight down the middle. Nobody goes with him, and it was. A, we talked about clinical finishing. That was right in the corner. So that's what Dublin do, and that's the bit I'm trying to explain about. If you make a mistake, that's only. Like they, they didn't do it two or three times in the match. They conceded two goals for it. Mm. That's the ruthlessness. You wouldn't have that against the other teams, and I think that's. That's probably what Dublin do more than any any other team in the country. They'll punish you at every at every opportunity or any mistakes that you make, and that's that's what sets them apart. How how you you were caught in the middle of a bit of a barney there between between Joe Brawley and Colin O'Rourke yesterday. Um, how have they reshaped the game? I know your, your old pal Paul Gavin kind of mentioned about a bit of tiki taka coming into Gaelic football a little bit. Yeah, I noticed there. I, I don't know, maybe maybe even more so in the West Meat match. Um, 
they're moving the ball so quickly between each other. Like there's almost little one twos where they're where they're not even catching the ball. They're yeah. just kind of flicking it to each other. Well, I think they can just inject pace yeah. from, from everywhere from the full back line. If Stephen Cluxton chips the ball to McMahon or Fitzsimons. Um, Duncan up the field and Jack McCaffrey. He's gone up the field. James McCarthy, Fenton. These guys can cover 100 metres yeah. in 10 or 11 seconds. You know what I mean? So that's very, very difficult to stop. And the thing about it is teams can do it for... for teams can compete for 40 or 50 minutes with them, but they don't have the strength and depth to finish games then. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so yeah. that's where that's where teams are falling down a little bit. Um, <clears throat> so that's I think that's the biggest thing, that they can inject pace into their play from anywhere. Um and on any given day, they have match winners. Look at what Conor Hellen did yesterday. Look what Brogan did yesterday. Look what Paddy Andrews can do on, on his day. O'Gara didn't even play. So they just have an array of players that, okay, you might hold two of them, mm. but you won't hold four of them, you know. So And that's what O'Connelly is going to come into the equation. So I think the pace and where they can inject it from, and they can do it so quickly, that's, that's, that's massive for them. You just mentioned Bernard Brogan yesterday. Again, he was very slick and very versatile. You, you more than any must appreciate how I suppose the work he must put in for um, a guy who's, who's who's getting on in years a little bit to make yeah. it look easy almost on on a day like that. You know? Yeah, he did. And some of the stuff he did was effortless. Just the left foot, right foot. Yeah. Ali Lyons had a torrid time with him, trying to keep control of him. Um, but he looked hungry. He looked fresh yesterday. He looked probably out to make a point to Jim Gavin that I'm not going away I'm here to play and I'm ready to start so um, how Dublin use him now is, a, is as an impact player it's difficult to see that after yesterday's performance because yeah. he's, he, he seems to be back to his best um, so yeah it, it was it was good to see him back to, back to form because he's taken a bit of criticism certainly towards the end of last year around our Ireland time he got dropped for the replay so I was glad to see him back back to back to full health yesterday and, and doing what he does best um, and it's a bit worrying for everybody else to see him back like that firing on all cylinders and Just finally do you think there's anything that they that they saw against Kerry in the league final or was that is there anything they've changed or is there was there any kind of um, that they've come up with something else a little bit this year that uh, maybe you didn't see last year or, or how they evolved um, I just think that a couple of players have changed things a little bit Conor Callaghan and Niles Cullies come in uh, they've probably uh, I think probably after league performance they were like I suppose a lot of things went right for Kerry in that league performance and a lot of stuff went wrong for Dublin and they didn't play up to scratch and um, they weren't happy about losing that they look 10% fitter certainly 15% fitter than they were in the league final the hunger and the tackling which we saw right throughout the game yesterday was, is what amazed me because usually and I've been on teams going for three in a row hunger is Hunger is a very difficult, difficult thing to explain because you don't know if you have it until you're in, in the cauldron. Mm-hmm. Dublin certainly had it yesterday. Um, and people will always ask, do you have the hunger? And it's easy to say yes, but you have to show it on the pitch yeah. and through your actions and through your performance. So uh, it seems as if there's plenty of hunger in Dublin. Um, they will have tougher tests ahead. Like if, if they come, like it's shaping up that they could be in a semi-final against Tyrone, which would be a fascinating game. And they certainly won't have it as easy as they had it yesterday, I think. Um, so they will have tougher tests lie, lying ahead for them, but they're they're um, they're 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 in the right place for for July, and uh, they sent out a very clear warning. Just and just on, on Kildare, um, mm. they're now facing their their old boss McGinney in the next um, round of the qualifiers. What? Um, 
What did you see in their performance there? Did you did you see anything maybe that, that Keane Neil has brought from his time with Kerry to, to their to their work yesterday? I mean they certainly didn't didn't back off Dublin. They, no, they fancied mean, themselves like, against them really, didn't they? That's why it's slow to be critical of them. Yeah. Um, just the only critical thing I would be of is maybe not setting up defensive from from an early thing and people say, Oh, we're sick of defensive stuff but if you want to hang in the game, like they they expended so much energy getting from nine points down to four points down that Dublin just came out in the second half went down again, you know, so yeah. they missed a couple of goal chances that possibly could have given them a bit of a platform to, to build something on. So I think they've certainly progressed. Um, they were disappointed to lose the Division 2 final, I know, to Galway. They're certainly in the upward curve. I think the conditioning of them was very, very good. Like They kept going. Like yeah. There was no white flag at any, at any stage. Yeah. Um, and like I say, 117 is a very credible score against Dublin. Um, that I I would say any team, including Kerry, would would be happy enough to score against Dublin. Um, it's just take take the goals out. They, that that's what killed them. Um, so I think they're 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 in a good spot to challenge for Keane O'Neill now. And the players is okay after taking that defeat yesterday. Can they bring it back up? Because there's peaks and troughs in in seasons and in matches, and that's going to be a big challenge for Keane now to say, you know, guys, we got to dust ourselves down pretty quickly. This big game coming up. That wasn't like. Uh, we were playing the eleven champions, so let's 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 put a measurement on it. Um, I think they, they like I think they're good enough to beat Arma. Um Or Armagh have a bit of momentum now as well. They finally yeah, kind of Arma, coming together from a little I, bit. I knew it? that Arma tip game would, would be would be tight last weekend. And I had a slight preference for Tipperary because they they have improved an awful lot as well. But in fairness, they 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 grasped they grasped it out Arma. So Kieran McGinley would be happy. He, they won't fear Kildare whatsoever, and I suppose killed Kieran McGinley having coach Kildare. There's a bit of an extra incentive now to beat mm. them, and he'll know a lot about the a lot about the players. But um, that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, on 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 the face of it, I would say Kildare will be favourites for that match. But the challenge is getting back up to the level. Yeah. They've, they've invested so much energy and emotion into yesterday. Can they come around and do that quickly within two weeks again? That's that's the challenge for for them. But I saw plenty yesterday to suggest to me that they'll be that they'll be okay in the qualifiers and they they won't fear Armagh. Um, and I think Daniel Flynn has been a big player for him. Did some things very good. Just they didn't do other things as well. Missed a goal chance, but he's 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 a handful for teams. Um, um, uh, Kevin Feely in the middle of the field I thought was very very good so they've, 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 they've plenty going for them it's just can they dust themselves down and turn it around in two weeks that's going to be the challenge for them yeah, and the same I suppose applies to, to Down in the other in the other mm-hmm. one um, big day for them yesterday and I suppose it, yeah. it slipped away from them in the end um, you, on the face you'd expect Monaghan to have taken the, the, sort of the shock of, of um, defeating the semi-final and come back and redress that now but, yeah. but then Monaghan weren't particularly impressive against no against they haven't and, and I've said this Monaghan have not sparkled in, in the championship they've shown nothing like the league form that they had them they came down to Kerry and beat Kerry and Killarney they should have beaten Dubs the Dubs and Clonus they went and beat Mayo and Castlebar. So none of that form has come true from the league, which is which is disappointing for them. Jack McCarran, we were all expecting a lot, so much from him after a brilliant league. The step up the championship, he has found difficult. Um, and the thing about Monaghan is that there's there's quite a number of miles in the clock. Maybe not the oldest player, maybe not the oldest players by age. There's a lot of miles in the clock, and they might be finding that a little bit difficult. But having said that, they're hanging in there. They're getting the results. Um, they'll be a handful for any team so, so um, 
I think that, like looking at down is the it turned into the game that we all probably expected if we're being honest. Mm. Um and that was out that was without Tyrone being awesome, shall we say. So I'd be I'd be worried a little bit for down. Um I don't see as much progress or as much improvement in them as I would in, in a kill there. Um so I would have concerns about their clash and I think Monaghan were very sore over that defeat to down. So I think payback is on the agenda. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.